podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. Kamusta? Magandang umaga. It's August 30, 2019. Katapusan na ng ghost month. So, sana man lang tong September, mas maging mabuting taon. Uh, I mean, mag- mabuting buwan. So far, um, sa Pilipinas, medyo bulok, pero mukha na mga angat mamaya. Kasi, uh, China and America has already discussed that maybe the trade war can be negotiated again. Remain the talks this September. Tapos, we've already seen naman that Sal- uh, Salvador Panelo said that online gaming that Duterte said that online gaming will continue to be implemented in Chi- in Philippines kasi syempre law are, laws are laws ku law as in LAW um, hindi man pwede na magbigay kang lisensya tapos biglang revoke ano mangyari sa mga revenues and taxes not only that, lahat ng Chinese restaurant na nagbukas for these people and lahat ng consumer spending ah uh, Hindi pa payag yung big businessmen totally to just simply uh, follow what China wants. Siyempre, pakitang tao, that's why you revoke all those mga those seeking permits. Eh, wala naman din kwenta yung mga nagsaseek ng permit kung nagbigay ka ng 58 current POGO licenses. It will only bring up the demand, uh, sorry, yung supply, kinertail mo lang, pero nandyan pa rin yun. Uh, and of course, the biggest beneficiary of the POGO was really the properties, whether it be office demand, residential demand, di naman natin matatanggi yun. Um, hardest hit from the big developers is uh, Mega World from 6 pesos fell as low as 4.8. Doing 505, kasi syempre people already saw that there is a reality that Mega World will continue to be uh, serving all these POGOs just in the near future so we would not know when the exact um, price increase of properties will happen pero obviously ito na lang assuming na tinanggal mo talaga yung pogo magkano ba yung hit sa mga income you'll see that major source naman nila is siguro pinaka maximum drop 10% so, if 6 pesos drop 10%, edi 5.4. Um, 2 pesos, fill invest, drop mo, edi 180. Uh, it, it's not worth 20%. And even if, that's just talking about the pogo lang. And you are just not seeing the bigger picture, which is, nag-triple naman ang income ng mga kumpanyang to within a span of 10 years. And yet, for Phil Invest, hindi naman siya nag-triple or nag-quadruple or nag-quintuple. Unlike Ayala Land, which went from 10 bucks to 50 bucks, Phil Invest really stayed nowhere from about 80 cents nung, uh, nung mga global financial crisis to as much as about 1.6 this year, 1.7 minsan. Pero 
substantial yung in-increase ng property prices in the span of 10 years and you know that the cost of the land is more than 10 years ago kasi ang Philinvest listed yan more than 30 years na eh. Nasa, nasa, ano yun eh, nasa index yan ever since 1990s pa. So, well, I'm saying na there is really undervaluation and it presents 4% dividend yield saan ka pa a property company giving you 4% yield, di naman yan telecom, just because their dividends have been increasing, usually, uh, a company that grows its net income 20% year on year should be given some narrow discount to, ano, to valuation, especially when its business is as recurring as SM Prime. I don't understand actually why only SM Prime and Ayala Land continue to be valued correctly and we saw naman that in fairness to them, di naman sila gano binagsakan. And actually yesterday, SM Prime already showed a green shoot. 35-30 cents na kagad yung SM Prime. Ayala Land stayed 47.70. Meaning that Ali and SM Prime are already being bought by passive index funds who needs to have SM Prime and Ayala Land no matter what. And that's their default. To me, okay naman, lagi namang ganun, Ali and SM Prime first to, first to uh, show the rebound. But kung fundamentals lang, masyadong na-over-exage yung drop ng Mega World and Phil Invest. Uh, DMW naman, alam naman natin, never naman umangat ng above IPO. Pero if you look at the business model and the pricing and the recurring revenues, uh, Lahat naman swak eh. 99%, 95% sold out yung mid-park towers. Uh, yung mga condo niya, nabibenta niyan 270,000. Some even as high as ngayon, sinisigaw na, 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 ng iba doon, 300,000 per square meter. Uh, so, all I'm saying is, kung nabibenta naman yung projects, anong klaseng residential demand yung hinihintay ng tao? Good for the buyers. Um, I would say that this only helps the property developers further kasi uh, if you're a property like a DMW, alam mo yung katotohanan na dapat yung presyo ng stock mo above IPO man lang, above 12 man lang. Eh kung ikaw si Wenceslaw yourself, bumili ka ng 9 pesos, mag-block sale ka dyan. Malamang patatagalin mo na lang yan sa 9 and 10 and below para makuha mo as many shares as you want. Patulugin mo ng 7 months or 8 months or 4 months. Inisip ko kasi ganun lang naman ginawa ng Phil Invest Land eh. Pinatulog niya sa 1.5 for about 6 months. Pero nung break out yung 1.65, dire-diretso naman sa 2. So, ibig sabihin, inaccumulate yun eh. From 140 to 160. Kung sino man yung nag-accumulate nun, to me, smart money yun. Kaya, I mean, syempre tingin ko smart money kasi isa na tayo sa mga bumili dun. Pero, all I'm saying is, tagal na na, 6 months hinintay natin, kasi, ka, tapos babalikan lang din. Pero, was it wrong? It's not wrong. All of, all of these companies are strong balance sheets, strong cash flows, uh, recurring income, going strong. Umaabot ng 1 million square meter ang gross lease area ng and on track yan kasi ang buildings magko-complete yan eh when the office is completed edi meron ka na when the buildings are completed edi meron ka talagang gross uh, lease area na matutumbok mo yung target na yon so to me Philinvest has to be seen more like a REIT 
more like a real estate investment trust. The property stocks in the Philippines also have a REIT. Supposedly, they will issue REIT bonds or REIT-related stocks in the index, Ayala being the first of them. Lahat yan sabay-sabay, which will increase the cash flow. Magkakaroon ng cash conversion cycle yung property stocks. So, to me, this noise, the headline on Pogo, lahat naman ng property agent, isa lang sasabihin sa'yo eh, ignore the noise, just trust the fundamental facts. Of course, pag nakita mo 20% down for the month, mas importante what's happening now rather than the reality. Uh, I understand that point. So, hindi naman natin tatanggihan yan. 170-180 fill invest, magkakaroon yan ng bunggo. May, may sellers yan. Um, and then, of course, it's hard to pinpoint the, the resistances, but maybe the round numbers, 10 bucks, 11 bucks for DMW, magkakaroon ka ng sellers. Uh, index mo, 8,000, baka magkaroon ka ng sellers. Uh, but, Yun, the, the companies we like continue to be the same. Uh, I like PLDT, I like Pepsi. Pepsi at 180, 170. I don't think it's huli given that you can import sugar. Since 2016, pababa naman yung sugar. Problema sa Pilipinas, may train tax law ka na, na naging reason for Pepsi to underperform. Uh, and then, dire-diretso drop yan. 2016 to 2019, bumagsak ang Pepsi all the way to 1 peso and 20 plus cents. Now, it's 180, pero it's significantly down from the peak. Like, I think, nasa 3 yan eh, nasa 3 pesos yan. So, can it go mean reversion kahit 2016 levels? For me, yes. Kasi, uh, nasolve mo na yung problem mo eh. Isa lang mga problema niya eh. Sugar lang eh. So, when you solve the problem of sugar, you would increase your earnings significantly. And if it's just taxes on the train na na-fix mo dahil nga naka-import ka na, edi ganun din yung scenario for URC. URC, in fairness, 172 bucks. Hindi naman siya na-damage on the sell-off. One of the most resilient companies in the index is URC. Is it priced for perfection? Ah, yes, price for perfection. Pero to me, you always pay premium naman for mga perfect execution eh. So, you know, if you are seek trades 190 to 200, edi, it will happen. I, I just think na that's the reason why we said, oh, pag URC 160 below or 160, kunin mo. Because it's in the right trend. And you know that the breakout from 140 is fundamentally induced and if it's a fundamental breakout, you have to follow that. Uh, Pepsi, is that a fundamental breakout? Yes. Uh, actually, yesterday, 1.8 siya. Medyo may mga nagtutulak na ng Pepsi again. Uh, you can see it naman. It's a small company. Mabilis tulakin. Uh, but the problem in the Philippines is you can never know how irrational it can get. Kasi if the... the of course, uh, the market is in a trading fashion eh. When you're in a trading fashion, you're not gonna look at fundamentals, you're not looking at earnings, you're not even thinking about yung management, supplies, ganyan. You don't even think about that. Iba yung trading, mga trading competition, trading games, mga three months, three days lang mag-isip. Versus kung fundamentals, iba yun. Iisipin mo, more than three years, titingnan mo yung okay ba yung business, o kahit man lang quarter by quarter, titingnan mo. So, 
it's really different. Um, kung ano man yung value today, it might take a long time for materialization, pero, uh, yun eh, this, this is a channel that discusses companies and their fundamental facts. Depends if you will believe in it or not, pero, um, in fairness, fundamentals works very well in a capital-efficient country, and it's very capital, it, ang capital allocation kasi is a function of liquidity. So, if you have trillions of dollars of negative rates and they're all parking in the US dollar, hindi yun forever nasa US dollar cash or bond or whatever. Pero meron din. They will also go to US dollar dividend names. Kaya nga, we chose even the likes of Coca-Cola, Nestle. All. Es, es, ito na lang. Siyempre, kung, kung, cho, kung chocolate, sugar, coffee, ganyan, edi, you can always buy Nestle and Hershey's Eh, kung tingnan mo yung stock, all-time high earnings, all-time high yung price movement. Um, of course, the management is also excellent. You also know that Nestle and uh, Starbucks teamed up for the espresso, frappuccino, whatever that they're selling in supermarkets worldwide. So, pati yung mga instant, mga processed beans, whatever, ng Starbucks, Nestle nagpro-produce nun. It's a partnership between the two companies. Um, what we're saying is, um, should we lose faith in the Philippines? Uh, of course not, pero seven years of nothingness na talaga yung Pilipinas. Panay basura, and well, for the great traders then, it's wonderful time for Philippines because basura is quite hot. Pero, we'll see. Uh, pagalingan sa, ano, sa, sa market ng trading sa Pinas. Yung investment mode, wala, di naman tayo nagbago Jollibee is good here at 220 uh, 2.30 yata siya kahapon patay-patay rin naman pero it's probably gonna consolidate here consolidate for about I don't know, 1 month 2 months, tapos kung swertehin, mag 10% up sana bago mag-December para man lang at least, diba? in the next 3 months, kumita man lang sa Jollibee um Pero, hindi rin naman siya, I don't really see a significant downgrade coming soon. Unless na lang, next quarter for Jollibee, bigla na naman, oh, smash burger losses, blah, 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 blah. Uh, how could I predict it? I wouldn't know. So, there will be that risk. Kasi, I don't see it easy to compete with, yun nga, kalaban mo, impossible whopper. Kalaban mo, Carl's Jr. na plant meat with cheese. Uh, you know, um, you're in the USA where the burger wars is very hot. Did you ever hear Smash Burger breaking records? No. So, that tells you na, oh my God, Jollibee, no ginagawa mo sa USA. Hanap ka ng burger war, USA pa, wherein burgers are really number one si McDo, number two si Carl's Jr., at saka si, ano, sila Burger King. So, sobrang lakas ng mga yun, Burger King, number two. Uh, in fact, the Burger King sales are outpacing. Kalaban mo pa si Shake Shack, in and out, five guys. Eh, ang daming artisan burger chain dyan. Hindi ko rin alam kung bakit naisip ni Jollibee makipagkompetensya in a competitive landscape in the burgers of USA. Pero, yun yung ginawa niya eh. Kung sino man yung nag-decide nun, sana maganda yung plano niya. Uh, but, we'll see. Uh, 
I am bullish in Jollibee as a whole. Pero, for part-by-part business, hindi maganda yung ginawa ni Smashburger. Hindi naman natin matatanggi yun. When you're, ano, when you have a business line or business segment that's probably losing uh, 1 billion pesos in a year, mga 800 plus million, you have to think first if should I shut down Smashburger? What should I do? Blah, blah, blah. Ha. Anyway, ah, uh, Sige, ganyan muna sa Pilipinas, nakakapagod tong Pilipinas. 